0: Right, 19 minutes to one now, joined by, as I say, the legend that is uh, Rabs Warren. Rabs, thanks so much for your time and for joining us. I, for me, over the years, I remember with passion the early years of, of State of Origin, then there's a bit of a sort of layman, I, I sort of drifted a little away from it. You presumably are exceedingly excited about the upcoming series
1: yeah miles good morning um, I get excited about every origin game to be honest with you uh, we have three a year um, and of course we have a grand final and they are the highlights of the year to me um, but this is a major major sports event um, it's a proven winner across the the television ratings it's uh, but the three matches are always in the top ten shows of the year so I think that's a sufficient explanation of, of why we get excited about it.
0: Uh, do you know the thing that I, that I find fascinating? Looking over the statistics over the years, there's only been one one series in the last twenty years that's gone three and zero. So it just shows the competitive nature of it.
1: Yeah, uh, you could you could uh, possibly explain it as a promoter's dream. And you, you know, you, you you don't want to go to that third match uh, with the series tied up in games one and two uh you'd almost think the television had something to do with that but that's not the case Uh, the the competition's incredible it's just i can't work out how sometimes a team can get absolutely uh, thrashed in game one and they'll come back and win game two and possibly go on and win the series but i don't know Uh, the football gods they operate differently don't they
0: they certainly do. Now, I mean, Queensland obviously coming into this as the holders. Um, I, I saw a comment, I think it was Paul Green, the, 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 the Maroons, I call him Maroons, Maroons coach, is um, he wants a meeting with the, with the referees about whether the, the level's going to be, the refereeing's going to be as strict as it is in the NRL. Have you yeah. heard anything behind the scenes? Rabs, is it going to be as strict or, or are they going to give it the usual little bit of leniency that they do with Origin?
1: look, I think, Miles, the whole thing's been blown out of proportion a little bit. Um, anybody in in uh, administration that runs a business who doesn't show due care and diligence, they're guilty of negligence. And it's cost uh, American football, it's cost them about a billion dollars in compensation. So something had to be done. Um, and he... He brought it in. He said, the rule is there. It's always been there. Now I want you to enforce it. Um, And suddenly it came as a shock to the system. But they might have gone a little bit overboard uh, in week one. Uh, I think it'll be tempered uh, for for origin. Um, Accidental high tackles, I think you'll find, will be a a penalty and placed on report. It'll be, as I said, I think it'll be measured... Uh, downwards uh, compared to, say, week one, which was the magic round about three or four weeks ago.
0: I think that's where the the, the rugby league has got it right and Union, I think, has got it wrong in terms of that ability to put them on report and not to overreact to, to accidental challenges, albeit the fact that they may contravene the, the rules at the time and just give them a penalty rather than taking a man out of the game uh, and probably, you know, possibly ruin it for the fans. With, with the sides, the, you look at them, you watch the games week in, week out, you know the players inside out. Who do you feel on paper has got the strongest squad?
1: Oh, probably New South Wales, um, Miles, but Queensland, as you pointed out, are the champions defending. And I reckon that their team on paper, I, I emphasise on paper, it looks stronger than last year. Um, but you asked me a question, probably right across the park, New South Wales looked to be stronger. But if you look at the record of Series 1, uh, Queensland dominate uh, the, the amount of victories in Series 1. So uh, it doesn't really matter what name's on the paper. Um, I still believe very strongly that they have a, a greater passion and a greater hunger for it the new south wales and it derives from from ancient times when we played them in what we call just the interstate series queenslanders came down to sydney at the lure um at the lure and invitation of uh, sydney clubs then they were forced to play for new south wales against queensland and some of the scores were absolutely embarrassing and I don't think they've ever forgotten it, to be quite frank with you. And I think they draw motivation from it.
0: Uh, that's exactly the, the, the essence that I got when I first came over in the mid-80s and w- was watching it. And I could just see the, that, that passion and drive from the Queenslanders to try and stick it to the man, so to speak. And I love the way you said there, we... Right, when you were saying we used to, you know, play against them, and that. So when you're commentating, do you do you find it hard to sort of keep the level thing if if the Maroons score winner in the last minute?
1: Uh, look to to answer to answer your question in a different in a different way. Uh, I get criticised because they they presume that I come from New South Wales, so I'm one eyed, but. I say to some people interviewing me, look, what do you want me to do? Live on a houseboat in the middle of the Tweed River, which is the border. <laughs> I said, "I said, number one, I, I'm not nautically minded. And number two, I don't want to live on the water for the rest of my life. <laughs> look, I was born in June, New South Wales. I got a break into radio at Young, New South Wales. I came to Sydney. And I live in Sydney because that's where Channel Nine want me to be. Um, and at the end of the day, I I find it difficult not to say we. Um, but when I'm actually commentating, um, I try to be as as I try to be as level as I possibly can, an even distribution, if you know what I mean. I don't follow anybody. I don't follow anybody. I don't care who wins. Um, but at the end of the day, I love the game. That, that's the only thing I can say to you.
0: I'll tell you what, Ray, it comes across, and I, I think you've um, imbued that, that love of the game into many, many others over over the decades you've been doing it. A couple more things f- before I can let you go and you can enjoy your day. Um, no, I'm OK. It's fine. Uh, Dane Gagai. Um, yeah. You know, a star, obviously, for, for the Maroons. Uh, apparently, he's got tonsillitis uh, at the moment. He's getting treated, but they reckon he's going to be uh, OK. How big a loss would he be?
1: Well, he'd be a very big loss because um, his centre partner is a fellow called Kurt Capewell, who basically they, they pulled out of reserve grade last year. Um, he was a part of the Penrith squad. But he wasn't in the the final 17, and he uh, is a part-time centre. He, he's more of a back rower. So if they lost Gagai, uh, Capewell is there on his Pat Malone, and then they'll obviously have to find somebody to fill the gap left by Gagai. But I, I don't I don't buy into all this stuff. Queensland have got a they've made a profession almost uh, of. Um, Finding tonsillitis or measles or mumps or something. <laughs> somebody somebody will get something by Wednesday, but they I I saw them actually um get I think it was Trevor Gilmeister, they got him out of hospital and drove him to the ground and put his gear on in the back of the ambulance, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Graham Low often had to get dragged out of Oswald to go to the games as well. <laughs> um,
1: oh, Mate, look, it's 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 all uh, mirrors and God knows what. Uh, the the last few days, everybody seems to get sick, and there's gonna be a blue in the first scrum. I never forget. I was working with Steve Roach. Roachie, Roachie used to get me before the game. said, uh, it's gonna be on in the first tack. the first scrum rap's gonna be on, and I went to every every Origin match with Roach and thinking. I don't know, when when's it going to be on? Where's the blue? It just never happened. But anyway.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of mind games that. involved in it as well. And that's all part of selling selling it as well for to get the fans Absolutely. up, which is with no problem Absolutely. with that at all. Now, uh, but two more quick questions. One, Townsville, uh, what do you think of, of playing the game there?
1: I think it's good. Um, look, I, I know it gives Queensland the edge. And uh, if you look at the games played in Queensland over the 40 years of origin, there's a huge differential in favour of Queensland. They, they've they won, I think, 39 games to 19. So there's definitely an advantage there for, for Queensland, but you've got to remember the game that was to go to Melbourne was in fact a Queensland game anyway. In other words, under the old system, Queensland were to get two games in their state. <clears throat> But the reason I, I'm I'm happy for Townsville is these people they travel every fortnight, sometimes a ten hour, a ten hour round trip to watch the Cowboys play, and now they've got a brand new stadium and now they've got an Origin game. So yeah, uh, for them for them I'm I'm really happy. Fantastic,
0: um, Quick, Ray. We've got to go shortly. Just finally, we're all excited over here about Reece Walsh. Have we a right to be excited?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I. I watched him for the first time the other day, and my God, you you can produce some. I mean, Sean Johnson, unbelievable. Roger Chu versus Sheik, unbelievable. And I've probably forgotten. So, Kalen Ponger is brilliant, you know. But at the end of the day, um, mate, he looks like he's the real deal, and he's got that baby face to go with it.
0: Excellent, mate. Yeah, a bit like Brendan Tutor. Hey, Ray Warren, thank you so much for your time. You have a great weekend.
1: Okay, I'll see you, Miles.